0: Welcome along to another episode of the How I Caught the Wrestling Bug podcast. Every guest I've had on so far, apart from one, has come from the Fight Game Media Network Facebook group, and that's certainly the case this week. And some guests have their own podcast or they write about wrestling. Some are just big fans, and I'm joined this week by a big fan. Uh, Lindsay Matson. joins me. Lindsay, how's it going?
1: Good, good. Friday afternoon. How are you doing?
0: Really well. Really glad um, to have uh, got you on. I know it's taken a couple of weeks to uh, finally get this uh, sorted out, but um, I appreciate your patience, and uh, yeah, thanks for joining me.
1: Yeah, of course. Yeah, last week, I know we were scheduled for Thursday, um, but then it was crazy. The uh, NCAA wrestling um, championships were happening in Detroit, and so when we canceled our meeting I walked over there, and we got to see Gable Steveson wrestle, and so that was fun. Um, so it worked out well for <laughs> what me. Worked out
0: pretty well. Don't it? Yeah. <laughs> um, so obviously, you've you've heard the uh, you've heard a couple of the previous shows. You know, I ask the same questions on every show, but of course, um, every answer is unique to that person. So, um, what is your earliest memories of wrestling? When would you have first sort of come across it?
1: Uh, so there's two things that really stand out to me in, uh, when I think about m- my history of wrestling. So something about me that's important to know is I did not start watching wrestling until uh, as an adult um, in about 2014. Um, and so but when I was a kid, I guess I remember um, one thing was my fourth grade crush would always wear Goldberg shirts. Um, and So I remember that about wrestling from when I was in elementary school. Um, and then probably more than that, um, I, my cousin Chance, um, he was a, a big wrestling fan. Um, and so he taught me how to play on PlayStation, how to play some wrestling game. I don't know what it was at this point, um, but I do know that I really started to get into the undertaker um, because of that. And so you know, I just remember a whole summer, um, I I lived in Tennessee, but I would visit my family in Idaho at the time, uh, every summer. And, and that whole summer we spent playing the, the wrestling video game, um, some WWF game and, uh, and playing like any, anywhere we were. So we were wrestling all the time, physically, uh, in the pool, on the grass, like all this stuff. And so my cousin and I, um, would play as the undertaker and Kane. Um, and then we would make my little sister be Paul bearer. Um, and she didn't <laughs> like it, but we kind of ended up always bullying her. And so I feel like that was just how it translated into wrestling. Um, and so, yeah, I say That was the first time I ever actually learned anything about wrestling was from the game. Um, I really, you know, it just based on the game, like I liked China, Um, and I, you know, and yeah, then Undertaker and Kane were kind of like where I got kind of into it. Um, but yeah, I still never really, even though that whole summer we were like playing the video game and that kind of stuff, we still never really watched it. Um, and so I never really came across wrestling as a kid. My family didn't watch a lot of TV in general. Um, and so never really came across it, like, um, nothing like that. So it's kind of a a weird one as far as like my memories as a child.
0: So this would have been you know, right when wrestling was probably at like its hottest. So sort of late nineties, sort of yeah. maybe not ninety eight, ninety nine. So that was a time probably when everyone everyone pretty much was into it more or less. But uh, it didn't hook you completely at the time. The next question um doesn't really relate, I suppose, in a way because it's uh, which wrestlers captured your imagination as a kid. So when you sort of kind of were into it in back in sort of ninety eight, it was like Undertaker and Kane. But who sort of hooked you in? properly in like 2014 when you when you really got into it
1: yeah um so in 2014 uh and 2015 you know uh nxt was was big um and so i would say a lot of nxt wrestlers um i think early on uh i really i loved all of the um four horsewomen stuff so bailey sasha charlotte and becky always thought that was really great um, and, uh, Sammy Zayn, I quickly became a Sammy Zayn fan, um, and, and very sad that I missed out on, uh, really being more of a El Generico and, and Kevin Steen, because I love Kevin Owens too. I guess we can get to that when we talk about favorite wrestlers, but, um, but yeah, so I feel like I kind of missed out on, uh, seeing them on the independence and really getting, uh, super into that. But yeah, I think, um, most of the folks in NXT at the time were definitely hooked me on the main roster for WWE. I liked big E a lot. Um, I remember that. Um, trying to think about the time. um, those were big, yeah. Um Nakamura when he came in right, to yeah. WWE, loved him. Was
0: his first match um, his first match was with his Sami Zayn.
1: Wasn't Sami Zayn. Yeah. 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 I was gonna say, um, I guess I'm getting ahead of myself, but that was my when you asked favorite matches, that was my first favorite match. That's so a, it's not my favorite a match anymore, yeah. but it's the first one that I was ever like, I'm gonna show this to people and then they'll <laughs> understand why I'm going to wrestling shows all the time. Um, but yeah, and then I think also going to live shows. So, um at the time we lived in portland oregon um and we would go to quite a lot of um local indie shows uh at the time and so uh doa pro wrestling uh west coast wrestling connection blue collar wrestling um those kinds of things and i think and i got really into the local guys too Um, and so early on, it's like, we had this whole community of people who watched all the local shows or even would tune in onto like the local TV station at freaking, I think one o'clock in the morning. I
0: I, I can relate to that being in the UK. You can
1: can relate to that. That's true. Um, so yeah, so I think a lot of like, you know, seeing independent guys, um, and local wrestlers. Uh, at the time was also something that really drew me in Um, so I had all my like local favorites and got to know them and um, that kind of stuff and I would say that was another big uh, thing that kept me engaged was live shows.
0: Well the next question is what was the first live show you attended so do do you remember what the first one would have been?
1: I have gone back and forth on this it was either a WWE Smackdown um at in portland or it was a blue collar wrestling show in portland which are very different um but they were around the same time uh winter 2014 i guess it would have been um or 2015 i think 2014 2013 i'm not sure somewhere around <laughs> there um and so i would yeah i went to a smackdown show um early on and i remember like staying up like the night before because my partner, uh, who was also in the fight game group. Um, he's who introduced me to wrestling. Um, and he was basically like, I think you or I was really into comic books. And so he's like, I think you might like wrestling. And I was like, no, I don't think so. (laughs) And uh, he's like, no, no, just try it. Right. Um, and so I started watching wrestling and we've been watching for only about a month when SmackDown, um, came to Portland and so we went and I just remember that night before staying up um, talking a lot about like important matches, important people in WWF and WWE history, like just trying to like gather in all I could before we went to the show um, and just like learning a lot. Um, and then, yeah, the blue collar show, the blue collar wrestling shows we used to go to in North Portland um, were just a mess, um, but they had uh, cheap beer, um, cheap food, uh, and, a, and a really strong crowd. So Anything from, um, you know, grandmas bringing their grandbabies and like every Sunday night, that's what they do, um, to like hipsters in Portland going every Sunday night. Um, And so really uh, interesting and fun and packed crowd always at Blue Collar Wrestling, despite the um, quality of wrestling being subpar. It was always like a really fun, um, really fun environment um and so I don't remember which was first but definitely one of those shows <laughs> was my first live
0: event so who who's your partner
1: uh Robert D'Andrea
0: oh okay yeah I, I've been trying to get Robert on the show we we we, we uh kept missing each other um yeah
1: yeah.
0: yeah yeah I uh, have I, I have to try and get him to come on I think he may have lost uh lost patience with it but um <laughs> but yeah um yeah, no, I'd love to have Robert on the show. He's great. But um, yeah, so that was the first show, either, either 2013, 2014, 2015. It was one of those. One like of those that, shows. yeah. Um, but from that point to now, um, have you pretty much followed it nonstop, but any sort of gaps in between where you didn't watch it for any reason? No,
1: pretty much nonstop um, since then. Uh, I guess the, uh, I was in grad school for a while and maybe didn't watch it as much, but still quite a, yeah still a lot. It's interesting. Like, it feels like I try to explain it to people who aren't wrestling fans, um, just like how much time it takes, you know, like, you don't really go a day without thinking about talking about or reading about wrestling or listening or whatever it is. And so, you know, my whole, if I get on Instagram, I follow wrestlers, you know, about half my feed probably as wrestlers or Um, You know, if I feel like I'm behind on watching another TV show, then it's like, well, actually, I have to catch up on these wrestling shows. Um, And so, yeah. So, no, I don't think there's been any gaps, really. Maybe times where it's fluxed a little bit or more than that, like maybe just I've changed to watching this promotion instead or this promotion instead, um, just based on what's better at the time. But, um, yeah, no, pretty solidly since I started watching, I've uh, gotten into it and stayed into it.
0: So, what do you watch from like a week to week basis? What is sort of the, the go to viewing each week?
1: Uh, always AEW, Dynamite, and Rampage. Um, not I don't always catch Dark or Dark Elevation or anything unless I hear that something is particularly good that I should watch. Um, but always Dynamite and Rampage um, up until maybe probably up until. NXT switched back, switched to Tuesdays. We were always watching NXT as well. Um, and and then it switched to Tuesdays and there, we still usually watched it. Um, but then it kind of, as it, as it changed um, to 2.0, uh, didn't really continue on. So I, I, again, like with NXT, it's not so much that I don't, it's not so much that I don't want to watch it. I just have to figure out where to spend my time. Um, and so, you know, I don't, I just don't always catch it still if there's a takeover or anything, but, um, and then, uh, and then new Japan, um, try to keep up with new Japan whenever there's definitely whenever there's a big show, um, you know, uh, typically I spend a lot more time on the new Japan cup, not this year, which is the first year in a long time that I haven't watched it super closely. Um, but we always watch the G1, um, and, and any big, uh, events with new Japan, um, but yeah, AEW and New Japan are probably what I watch most.
0: No WWE at all? Or were you like, were you check out WrestleMania or? The oh yeah.
1: I mean, I'll, yeah, we'll watch. I always watch the pay-per-views. Um, and it's like SmackDown. I'll often have on, but I don't know if I can say that I watch it <laughs> super well. It's just like what I do before Rampage comes on, I guess. And so, you know, um, there's still people that I love in WWE, uh, as far as the talent, um, that I wish there was better stuff going on. Um, but I just, I can't, you know, it all blends together and and they haven't done anything to make particular storylines stand out, um, in a long time. And so I think at this point it's, it feels like if they're not going to invest the time to get me to watch, then like, why am I going to like, I don't know, bully myself into watching uh, if it's not, I don't know if it's not feeling if I don't feel the returns from it. Um, so so yeah, so I rarely watch raw three hours on a Monday just cannot I'm not doing that. Um, uh, you know, I usually know what happened because uh, listening to podcasts or seeing things online. So if there's something that I feel like I need to go watch back and watch, then I'll do that. But rarely watch Raw. Um, and then SmackDown, it's like it'll be on sometimes if I'm not doing something else on a Friday. But I don't know that I would say I'm watching it. It's like I wait for my the people I like to come up. And then the, even that sometimes loses my interest. And I think it's unfortunate. Like, I don't want to be like that. Um, uh, but it's just... Yeah. If they're yeah. I think that's the best way I can put it, it's just like if they're not gonna put in the
0: effort to get me to watch it, then I don't know. I don't feel too bad. Right. It, it does kind of feel like there's so much focus on Roman Reigns and, and Brock Lesnar and then right now Ronda Rousey and, and Charlotte mm-hmm. and then there's like everyone else. And it's like you know, yeah that, that no one else or means as much. You know, Big E had that run with the title, but does he really mean yeah. more than he did before? You know, not really. Um, yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And that's what's I just so because I came into wrestling late in life, like, and and started out just watching WWE, you know, um, and, and I did watch a lot of New Japan early on, and um, and there was a time when before AEW, when I lost interest in W, not inter- full interest, but like been somewhat disillusioned with WWE, um, and before AEW came up, where we were, wa- where I was watching a lot of New Japan, um, but as far as like U S wrestling, I guess I didn't even real like, I feel like they don't make any championship worth anything or like any feud worth my time or that it really is important. So it's like, I would hear about um, really big, important title runs or really big, important programs um, from the eighties and nineties or early two thousands. Um, and I'm like, I just don't know how that feels um, for a long time uh, as far as U.S. wrestling because WWE doesn't make a title feel like, why Why couldn't Big E's run have meant more? Um, like, he's amazing. He's got a giant fan base, like, you know, and, and for some reason that didn't hit. And so I was like, maybe it just doesn't work. But now, you know, AEW often, not always, but often has been able to make a champion really feel like a champion. Like Britt Baker losing the belt last week felt like a big deal oh. instead of just like, well, a title change. Okay. Um, and so yeah, I mean I guess like uh I don't remember where I was going with that, but um, <laughs> I do think it's like this important piece of like because I started watching wrestling so late in life, I missed out. I I love the athleticism. I love the storylines. I love the action. Like uh, you know, all of that kind of stuff. A great match. I love a great match, but I didn't always feel like a really special, important program. I, I felt like I missed out on that or something um, up until with New Japan or up until now with AEW.
0: The next set of questions I originally called rapid fire, but I sort of quickly dropped the rapid fire part. Because I realized that these questions aren't any... Yeah, they're about the same length of time to answer them as the the first set of questions, really. Mm-hmm. Uh, but favorite wrestler of all time, uh, who would you uh, who would you choose for that?
1: Um, pro- okay. This I feel like I could go on for a long time on this, but
0: uh, hence why probably, I don't call it rapid fire anymore. <laughs>
1: what was that?
0: Hence why I no longer call it rapid fire. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, fair. Um, probably Minoru Suzuki and Kevin Owens. Wow. Um. I feel like I, I I feel like people can see similarities between those two. Uh, I also, you know, well, I think I, I really like, um, I really like heels who don't have to be like heels who cheat. So like they can cheat, but do they have to? And so I like a heel who can win a match and, and maintain their heel character, um, without that cheating. And so I think also on my list, um, you know, I I really love uh, Mercedes Martinez, um, Zack Sabre Jr. I think that um, all of those four, um, Suzuki Owens, ZSJ and Mercedes Martinez can play a really great heel and get by just on their wrestling ability. Um, And I think that's a cool, a cool way to be a heel. Um, Like you're just so good that, you know, this is, Yeah. That you can win and you can maintain your heel character. Um, I think, you know, I also, um, I love, uh, Tanahashi. Um, and so I think he, okay. So it's like, I'll watch a Tanahashi match and, um, and I feel like I'm learning about wrestling. Um, and so I think so much, like he never has a, a wasted move or, um, something that doesn't fit into the match um and so i can get really really into tanahashi matches um and just and and feel like i'm learning something new the whole time through so i'm like oh i because there's things in wrestling that i'm just used to seeing moves or combinations of moves that i don't really understand why they happen always i'm like i guess that makes sense right um but then when you watch tanahashi do it you're like oh i see that's why this connects to this or this is a a response to this move, um, and so I just I really appreciate him being so intentional in a match and, and the storytelling ability. Um, I also um, have a, a real soft spot for Tomohiro Ishii. Mm. Um, you know, I, I once uh, I think I was maybe kind of tipsy one night, and it was just getting mad about the way that Ishii doesn't get enough respect, and I, I went. Oh, he's so
0: underrated. Yeah.
1: So underrated. Yeah. Uh, and, and like, but they pull him out. They know he's going to deliver a good match. Uh, and so, you know, but then he never gets anything for it, you know? So I was like mad one night and I decided, I was like, okay, how can I point this out? Right. And so I, uh, went through some list of, of, uh, Meltzer's five-star matches and, um, and counted out for all of Ishii's. Uh, year that year or the last few years of Ishii's matches, um, how many, uh, how many, how many, what his star rating was for each singles match. And then I averaged those out. And he always every year has probably a 4.25 um, average uh, star rating every year once you average him out. Um, and it's higher than many other people who are seen as uh, the top wrestlers, uh, you know, in New Japan or in any other company. And so I just thought that was because then I wanted to compare it. So I did a bunch of other people too, but um, I just thought that was like really interesting. Um, So I I love Ishii too. I've got a super soft spot for him as well.
0: So Um, when it came to All Out and everyone was excited to see Brian Danielson and, and Adam Cole, as I'm sure you were too, you were more excited when Minoru Suzuki showed up.
1: I okay. I think one of your rapid fire questions is like favorite live show, right?
0: All right, okay. So we're jumping ahead there. Are we a little bit?
1: No, no. But I mean, but, okay. Because I think it all out because I was I was there in Chicago.
0: Oh, okay. And, yeah.
1: Um, and it's not like oh, this is the highest quality matches I've ever seen, but the way it was put together and just like the energy and how excited people were the whole time. I think that that most recent All Out was probably. Uh, my favorite um, live show. But yeah, yeah, when Suzuki... Well, because it was a total surprise. Like, really no one knew that Suzuki was going to show up. So, yeah, so once Suzuki was there and then we realized he was going to be in all these other... We already knew he was going to be in New York, you know, um, for... I guess it was for a GCW show,
0: yeah, I believe. I think, yeah, um, ones, yeah. at,
1: initially, what had been announced before that. Um, and so once we saw Suzuki in Chicago... Um, and I like, yeah, I, I was recording and screaming, uh, for sure. When he came out, then I decided that that next week. So like I said, we live in Detroit. I decided that next week, since he was going to be in, uh, Cincinnati, that we needed to drive to Cincinnati for dynamite. Um, so we drove down there to see Suzuki. Um, and then when, and then we, uh, went to New York, uh, and to the, um, to the Arthur Ashe stadium show. Uh, and so got to see Suzuki there and went to GCW show, got to see Suzuki there. Um, so I kind of just followed him around the, his whole, not his whole tour, I wish, because there was some awesome stuff last fall. Um, but yeah, going to see Suzuki anywhere I could. Um, I've seen him at uh, blood sport. That was, you know, amazing. And 20, I guess it would have been WrestleMania 2019. Um, one of the GCW shows for blood sport. So yeah, major Suzuki fan. <laughs> i was pretty excited. I was excited for for adam cole and uh, brian danielson too but um and and for ruby riot i think also. oh yeah, yeah 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 um, i forgot, I forgot but, she was on that show yeah, as well. it was, yeah it was such a fun night uh that whole show was just like amazing being there live
0: so the next question uh best show you attended live so you, i, I think <laughs> you've answered that one really all out
1: I mean, that may not be my number one, but it, there was something about the energy, I guess also coming off the pandemic, um, it was a chance to like go do things where it felt like mostly safe to do. So, um, I did take COVID pretty seriously, so didn't go to a bunch of wrestling shows and stuff during the pandemic. Um, and so this one was, you know, I'd been to some stuff, um, but this was like kind of a big coming out party also. Um, and so, and you know, with most people being vaccinated and feeling relatively comfortable with uh, cases being lower and stuff like that. So yeah, something about that show, definitely. It it certainly wasn't like the highest quality wrestling ever of a show I've been to, but the energy, um, the uh, debuts were done. You know, I think there was like, there were going to be people who were like when we were talking beforehand um, actually with folks from the fight game group, I think people had kind of felt like there might be a disappointment if it's not Danielson, but then there might be a disappointment if it's not Cole. And then like, we got both. So that yeah. was perfect. Coffee. Um, and so like, and Ruby riot and like, you know, being all cute when she won, it was like, hi Bryce. I feel like that was all cute. And, uh, and then Suzuki. Yeah. So I feel like all the surprises were done well. Um, I just, yeah, the, the tag match was great. Um, yeah, I, I, Getting to see CM Punk, um, so I think all of that. It was just like kind of this perfect show, um, as far as energy mixed with good matches or great matches mixed with uh, people finally being able to like come to a show relatively safely um, after or not after, but I don't know where things were a little bit better during COVID. Um, so yes, yeah, so I don't know. I, I guess like that's a definitely a good one for me. Right, um, but you... I think All In was really fun for a live show. We've gone. Yeah. Uh, to quite a few of um, AEW shows uh, over the oh, the Madison Square Garden show was fun. Uh, the New Japan ROH show um, in 2019. Um, I thought that was a great show. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. If, I'm bad at favorites because I have, like, it's like favorite in what way, I
0: guess. <laughs> well, I think All Out. Is in many ways maybe the most memorable show because of all the things that happened with the debuts and everything else. Yeah. But from an in-ring standpoint, I think maybe Revolution, the, 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 yeah, the most recent Revolution show was perhaps the best wrestling show they put on. It was great.
1: Yeah, you mean just uh, last month?
0: Yeah, because you, you yeah, the, the, the most recent one. Because you could say Danielson Moxley was the best match. You could say Punk and MJF was, was the best far. match.
1: Like competitive, yeah.
0: There's like four or five matches that could be candidates for match of the night. Um, That's
1: true. Uh, Yeah, I mean, even like, I wasn't even that excited for Kingston and Jericho, and then was like, my mind was blown. I was like, I got so into
0: it. Yeah, because when Jericho said in this promo, that's my best match in AEW, I was like, yeah, it might be actually, because I I can't think of one off the top of my head that was as good as that.
1: Yeah. Well, Eddie's good at getting my heart to, I, I really, I get pretty into Eddie Kingston. So um, yeah. If, yeah. If that was a really good, yeah. I think for in ring, I think you're right. Um, we watched that uh, that one at a um, movie theater. Um, and so that was kind of fun to see it on the big screen.
0: Oh, cool. I never, I've never done, I've never done that. I didn't, I didn't realize, I mean, I, I know they, they do that and I'm not sure how many, how many people actually were there because do many people go to those sorts of things?
1: Uh, it was kind of a small theater, um, but the theater was mostly full. Um, but I think there were only like 30 seats in the whole theater, maybe. I don't know. I could be counting. I could be, a, that could be a little, maybe 50 seats in the theater, but it was like a small theater. Um, but I had like really big chairs that, like, I don't go to a lot of movies. And so I was like, this is kind of like weird because it was a small theater, but with really big chairs that like reclined. And it was really interesting. Um, but yeah, people were there. It was, um, it was interesting uh, to, to figure out kind of what their takes on it were because um, I was also in uh, Columbus, Ohio at the time, um, had just left the um, Arnold Classic uh, like bodybuilding competition, had been down there for the weekend um, and then didn't have a chance to drive all the way back to Detroit. Um, and so it also wasn't in like a city that we were used to. Um, but, yeah, it was interesting to um, hear what people responded to, like what people probably already knew about the product or didn't, um, like what surprised people or I don't know. I, I think, it, yeah, a lot of like audience watching um, at the, uh, at the revolution show um, that we went to uh, in, in the theater. That was pretty interesting.
0: So yeah, back to All Out for a second. So you, you got the chat to see CM Park and you kind of missed you miss CM Punk altogether, really, because he he was gone for seven years. yeah so he, he I think it was Royal Rumble twenty fourteen was his last proper match, if you like, until he came back and had the match with Darby. Uh, Derby. Um so yeah, if
1: that's right if that timing is right then then I started watching wrestling in winter 2013 because i i punk was still wrestling when i started yeah he
0: would be yeah yeah yeah
1: um and so thank you for helping me figure out when i started watching wrestling um (laughs) (laughs) but yeah yeah when uh that was a, a big lesson for me um when punk left because i had just gotten into wrestling been watching for maybe three months um yeah i started watching in like November or early December 2013, then. And so then when, uh, when everything happened, and he left, I had, it was my first introduction to not understanding so, you know, I had known the term kayfabe, but didn't, you know, hadn't really seen it in action. And then I was like, is this a work? Is that the right word for this? And then we were like, I don't know. And, you know, and so it was like my first time of like not really understanding like at first is this real or is this fake? Right. Um, to, to put it simply. And in, uh, in those types of terms. Um, but yeah, I remember uh, being really devastated that he was gone. Cause I like just started watching. He was one of my favorites um and then I think they like messed with us at one point if I remember and like Paul Heyman came out and started playing punk's music and I was just like oh no oh good he's here he's here and I was so excited and then like he was like yeah he's not here and uh and I was just like no um so yeah so I I caught the very very end of punk in WWE
0: yeah, I think that may have been the first the first time they went to Chicago, maybe, um, after Punk left, and, and uh, they opened the show with Heyman coming out to Punk's music or something, yeah. and he sort of sat in the ring and did a promo, and yeah. it was really, really cleverly done because they knew they, they were, were. going to get CM Punk chants throughout the night, and they just kind of addressed it right at the beginning of the show and got that out of the way, and, and Paul Heyman is just a master at, you know, yeah. at that, so... Um, the final question I ask everyone is um, if you could change you one.
1: Ask me, you didn't ask me my favourite matches.
0: Oh, did I miss that altogether? I, I did, think didn't so. I? I missed that all... I, I, because we jumped ahead talking about yeah, all that. i sorry, I, think. I missed your. Let's, let's rewind then. Let's rewind. <laughs> favourite match of all time? What would you choose okay, for that?
1: Okay. So, this is another one I could not think of what my number one favourite match is, but I did write down some notes here. Um, So like I said, my very first favorite match was Sami Zayn versus Nakamura in NXT. Um, It was the first time that I was like, maybe I could show this to people and they'll understand wrestling more, you know. Um, It didn't work. I did try showing it to some people. Uh, I don't know if if that really uh, convinced them, but I remember watching that multiple times and just feeling like really excited about it. Um, And it was before I had gone back. I really don't go back a lot, so I started watching wrestling and have not watched old matches very much at all um, because there's so much to keep up with now. Um, But I I have gone back and watched some old Nakamura stuff and some old Sami Zayn stuff, just because I do love them both so much. Um, But yeah, I think, let's see. uh, This past year, uh, my favorite match um, that I got to see live was, probably Brian Danielson versus Kenny Omega
0: oh wow um, yeah. at
1: Arthur Ash I thought that was just uh, again part of it was just I mean it was a great match anyway but part of it was just the electricity being in the building um, and it, and we re, I, I've rewatched it um, on TV and I, I thought it was excellent on TV but in the building it was uh, I just have never, I don't know that I've ever really felt anything like that as far as the anticipation, excitement, and and at the end, people are still just as excited and happy. Um, and so I thought that was like a, a great match this year um, for, for a live match, um, or in 2021, rather. Um, let's see, I feel like, uh, I wrote some of, oh, um, my favorite women's match, I think. Uh, of all time is uh, Mercedes Martinez versus Mako Sadamora from the May Young Classic. I don't remember what year it would have been, uh, 2016 20, maybe 17,
0: yeah. maybe 17. Yeah, yeah, 17 maybe.
1: Yeah, um, I thought that was just an excellent match. Um, I think, uh, let's see what else I have. I, I oh, like old, um, again, coming back to like NXT was what really probably. I was interested in wrestling, but NXT is what deepened me into like a real wrestling fan and understanding more about wrestling. Um, so can I, like,
0: can I, before you say it, can I guess what you're going to say? Sure. I'm, I'm guessing you're going to say take over Brooklyn, Sasha and Bailey.
1: That is one, but that's not what I was oh, going to okay. say. Okay. <laughs> but yes, that I thought about putting that on the list and I was like, maybe that's too obvious. Um, but yes, that was X. Ex- I cried that match. I was, uh, watching it. Um, one night and uh I was watching it live and um and uh my partner wasn't home yet and uh he finally got home and I was just like crying in the dark um watching that match (laughs) um so yeah that one that definitely was one um but then I was gonna say like I I don't know which match exactly but I just think a lot of like um tag matches in NXT were just excellent um so like between diy the revival oh, okay. yeah, mustache um, yeah. mountain undisputed era um american alpha i think is what they were called at the time it was yeah um, that's yeah. my
0: favorite that's my favorite time period and my favorite matches from nxt was when you had those teams the revival american alpha even diy who i, I thought were actually quite underrated for, for you know for two big guys like that i thought they were really really a really really good team um, mm-hmm. I did,
1: yeah i did too
0: And, uh, yeah, I loved, you know, obviously you had, um, as you say, DIY with um, Champer and Gorgano Them as opponents, brilliant, but I loved them even more as a tag team.
1: Yeah, I loved them as a tag team, too. And some of the, um, just some of the, and, and yeah, some of the symmetry that they had that wasn't, like, cheesy, I guess. Because sometimes, I mean, I, I obviously like the Young Bucks are good, all of that. But it's sometimes a little too uh, planned out for me. And I think the more subtle, um, symmetry that like, um, the revival or, and still as FTR can do, um, and that they were able to put together with DIY, um, where it was still really visually interesting and like exciting. And you're like, what's going to happen next. But, um, but not quite as like, uh, pre-planned or whatever. Uh, well, I'm sure it was, but like, you know, not quite as like, uh, I don't know. It's as silly as sometimes Bucks matches can get, even though I know they're often very good too. Um, but yeah. I think that yeah, that type of tag team like FTR is more my tag team. What style. was the
0: revival's old um, old thing they used to say? Um, no fists, no, flip, no, no, no flips, no flip, just, just fists. Fist. That's it. Yeah, yeah. 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 That that pretty much sums up my <laughs> my taste for tag wrestling. As much as I do, yeah. I do love the Bucks, but then that's not my favorite style of tag wrestling by any means. But, yeah, um, yeah. yeah, I mean, th- those are all great. Those are all great choices, uh, absolutely. I mean, the um, the Omega-Danielson match, um, watching that one uh, when it aired, um, I don't know if you... Do you, do you know Nick Mahmood? Or um, I think his name in the group right now is Nick PMA?
1: Yeah, yeah, he was there, He was right, right
0: there, front row, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I was kind of distracted a little bit by him on the front row. But, yeah, that that <laughs> match, uh, I love that match. It's probably my favourite match maybe in AEW history so far
1: yeah I mean I know that like there's been more extra I don't know more important ones on pay-per-views and so people are always like it's probably the best non-pay-per-view match but I honestly loved it um even compared to some pay-per-view matches um because of the you know it felt really important it was like yeah, the anticipation and follow through was just excellent. So yeah, I, I feel like that one was—I don't know—I would—I would say it's a close uh, top favorite match um, for me. I liked. Um at uh double or nothing at the first one in, in Las Vegas, um Cody and Dustin. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Yeah, really that good. that match uh that match a lot of people bring that one up and I think it's it gets a little bit overlooked. Um but uh, yeah it's a that's a fantastic match. And yeah. just a, such a missed opportunity and they never did that at WrestleMania. I mean, that could have been, I mean, they did it one year. They did like a, like a February pay-per-view before WrestleMania. If I'm, if I remember right, like a a fast lane or something like that. I
1: think so. Yeah, I think so. I was, uh, that's, I, I guess, one of my first favorite wrestlers was gold dust. Um, and, and so I got, I got really into gold dust and like had a biography of his early in, in being a wrestling fan. And so, um, then double or nothing fell on my birthday uh, and so I was like, oh, yay, gold. you know, Dustin Rhodes versus Cody Rhodes at, at my birthday party. Um, so that was fun. And then the match just ended up being so good. But, yeah, I don't know why WWE – I mean, I don't know. There's a lot that they could have done. They have all the money in the world. They have all the talent in the world. Um, none of this is like – most of the my complaints with WWE are not with the wrestlers. Um, like, they're great. And then it's just the, the way that they choose to – spend their time and energy as far as uh, storylines that i get disappointed in so yeah i do i do remember there was something that was like a stardust versus gold dust thing mm-hmm. i think mm-hmm. um was it when he was stardust i don't know i
0: can't, I can't remember. remember i think it may have been stardust versus gold dust yeah.
1: and it was like yeah it was the, the pay-per-view before mania for some reason instead so of just
0: so i was till- I think if I remember rightly, I remember thinking, okay, they're going to do Stardust versus Goldust, but when it comes to WrestleMania, we're going to get Cody versus Dustin. Oh. That's what I would have liked yeah. to have seen. But that would have been
1: cool. Yeah, that, that. would have been really cool. Um, How do you feel
0: about yeah. Cody um, potentially going back to uh, WWE?
1: I don't know. I'm nervous. <laughs> <laughs> I um. I, I, I like, I think Cody can, can pull out some good matches. He's not going to, he's not really anywhere near the top of my list, but, um, I, I don't know.
0: I mean, him I, and, him
1: whatever and, he needs to do, you know, maybe it could be really cool. Um, I don't have, obviously I don't have a ton of faith in WWE, um, to stick with it, even if it does feel big at first. Um, but I don't miss him in AEW either. Like, I'm fine without him. Um, you know, so I don't know. I thought it was interesting. I know it seemed like Brandy really wanted to go back to wrestling, but I don't think that's going to happen in WWE. And so I don't I don't know. I, we'll see, I guess.
0: <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I think on paper, I mean, Cody and Seth Rollins is about as good a match as they're, they're going to have this year <laughs> at WrestleMania. Yeah. Looking, looking at that card... You know Cody and and Seth. If that match happens, which is every every sort of, de- all the uh-huh. signs That's point towards that happening. Like, yeah. um, it could be the match of the weekend, but f- for sure, looking at the rest of the card. But uh, I mean Kevin Owens just think about WrestleMania for a moment. Um, obviously, Kevin Owens and Steve Austin. They're not going to have a match, I don't think. Uh, although Steve Austin, if you saw that clip of him talking the other day. Um, he very yeah. much sort of sounded like he was going to do more than just a, a talk show segment, but... Uh,
1: I would, maybe just a brawl. I don't know. I don't yeah. know that it's going to be a match either. If anyone can do it, it's I think Kevin Owens could... could it was a
0: great choice, yeah. Pull yeah. it
1: off, yeah.
0: So, the final question I ask everyone is, if you could change one thing about the business, what would it be? So, is there one thing, other than Raw being not three hours every week, <laughs> uh, is, there, is there one thing... That you would like to change, that you you sort of look at and go, right? Well, wrestling's great, but if they could improve on you know one thing here or yeah, you what know, what 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 would you choose?
1: Hmm. Um. I forgot to make notes on this question.
0: No. Um. Because I mean, a lot of people. Um, I mean, there's been so many different sort of answers to this question because you can come at it from so many different angles. I mean. Yeah. I mean, I
1: think I think some things about the business have changed. So when I do try to go back and watch some old wrestling, I feel so angry and disgusted at the way that women were treated
0: right. um,
1: yeah. for a long time in WWF and, w- and even into WWE. And, um, and I don't think I would have become a fan. Like, I don't think... That I Like, even now, I, you know, I, I don't think that Tony does enough with the with, with yeah, I mean, roster. But I think... And so I think some things like that have changed. And as far as, like, there's not as much um, initiation and abuse to kind of get into the business as there used to be. And I think that's a good thing. Um, I think as far as something that I still think needs to change... Um, I, I think... I think. Well, I guess another positive is safety, but I still get worried about it sometimes. So sometimes I feel uh, guilty or nervous that the thing that I like love most for entertaining myself like might be harming the people who are doing it, um, and and just how rough it can be on your body even when you're being fairly safe with it. Um, and so it's just this like kind of tough thing. And I don't, you know, a lot of the things that I love most some of my favorite types of wrestling aren't exactly easy on your body. And so, um, so I don't, I don't know what I would do to change it. Um, but yeah, thinking about wrestlers safety, um, and, and just how grueling it can be, um, to, to be a wrestler. Um, like I guess if there was something to be done about that and then, um, yeah, I'd love to see women's wrestling be, um, more prioritized in in most everywhere. Um, because I think there are, great women wrestlers and they're not given the same uh they're not given the same time and um and capacity to make it work um or maybe the the writers or or whoever's booking don't put as much energy in um to to creating the programs that they should create always i
0: think I think it comes back to kind of what we were talking about earlier with them focusing so much on, on Brock and, and, and Roman. When it comes to the women, yeah, you've got Charlotte, who's focused on a lot, and, and Sasha and, and Becky, mm-hmm. and to a lesser extent, Bay- I think they could be been a whole lot more with but she has sort of been featured.
1: Well, she's been out, yeah.
0: But beyond those four, I mean... I ask- don't know
1: how you can have Bianca Belair and not make it work. Like, right,
0: and Rhea Ripley and, and Rhea Ripley. Shayna Basler and all these women. Shayna, oh my
1: god, I love Shayna. And we I used to see her all the time at independent shows and she's funny, she's smart, she loves wrestling, she's got she's got such a unique look, and, and now I'm like, why do I not I how could I I mean I love Shayna so much, yeah. I don't know how they made me not care about her.
0: I mean in the oh. ideal world they could have brought Shayna up. And she could have dominated the women's division. She yeah. should, should should have definitely beaten Becky Lynch at WrestleMania. That that that's for sure. And when Ronda came in, that's the match they should have done: Ronda versus Shayna.
1: Yeah, what? I can't believe that they haven't really done anything. I don't know. There's it feels like natural uh, things kind of handed to them. They have some not handed to them, but they bought it. But like they have so much money, they can do anything and then the things they choose to do are either just repeating the same thing we've already seen or yeah. I mean, start, they start something and then don't finish it. <laughs> yeah.
0: Cause I mean, Bianca yeah, a
1: great example. I love Shayna.
0: Yeah. I mean, Bianca Belair has, has, has done okay, but she could have been so much more. I mean,
1: yeah.
0: Yeah. And I know that she, they had a win the title in, in the main event of night one last year, but yeah, I mean, she has. She's obviously fed a lot better than some of the other women that's come from NXT. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, Dave. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Asuka's had runs here and there, but they've never fully got behind her. They should have and,
1: never. They should have made it a big deal when they broke her streak. They broke her streak too early, and that and she was just like, never, well. Here we go.
0: She should never have lost to Charlotte at WrestleMania. No, um, I, I, you know, she should should have won, should have won that match. And as I say, I mean, I mean, Charlotte beating Rhea Ripley, Becky Lynch beating Shayna. I mean. Yeah, it's just all those matches. I thought they got it wrong. They should have gone the yeah. other way. But yeah, it, it yeah, is. Yeah, Oscar is. could
1: have gone a lot longer and and, and been completely over. Well, for she the never lost for... the
0: NXT title, did she? Because, I mean, she um, no. she gave it up in the end because she went to the uh-huh, main roster. Yep. So, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's. What's the
1: legit streak that they had that they could have kept going?
0: And even AEW, as, as as we say, I mean, I think Ruby Soho, as her, as her name is now, I think she mm-hmm. may be injured. Is is that right? And that's why we've not seen much not, of her. But I
1: think I think that must be. It. I hope I'm I'm excited for the Owen Cup, um, and I am hoping that she's better in time for that. And I'm hoping that they take those matches on in both the women's and the men's brackets really seriously because I love tournaments. I feel like they give you like fresh per- fresh matchups that you don't always see because you get to see faces versus faces or whatever, you know, it's, I love tournaments and, um, I'm really hopeful that the Owen cup, uh, both the men's and the women's will turn out really exciting. Um, and so, yeah, I'd I'd love to see, uh, Ruby Soho in it. I, you know, I, I think there's lots of women in, uh, AEW that do need, you know, some of them do need some more work and some more time, but, um, but they need to be given that too. Um, and, but the, yeah.
0: the ones that really have flourished really in the last, last couple of years, obviously Brit, I mean, Brit's just hit, hit out of the park every single time. And yeah. Ty Conti and Anna Jay have improved. They've both improved a hell of a lot. And um, I think, um, you know, Serena Deeb is perhaps the best all-round. That's one of my favorite caught. things right now is yeah. the
1: rookie challenge, the five-minute rookie challenge. I think I love Serena Deeb. Um, I think they should do way more with Mercedes Martinez. Yeah. Um, her matches have have been a little, uh, sloppy for her, but I don't know. I mean, I really love Mercedes and so I don't know if it was her or I don't know what's happened. Cause I feel like they haven't been as good as I expected them to be when they finally brought her, I, when they finally brought her in. I think they should have signed her before she went to WWE early on, but, um, but yeah, so I love Mercedes, and I, I think she could do a lot, and I think she could be a great trainer for the women there too. Um, but yeah, I think I like Nyla a lot. I think she's right. come a long yeah. way. Um, and Jade
0: her, Jade's improving more and more every week, isn't she? She's she's a star. Yeah, I mean she's, she's yeah, yeah
1: you just can't take anything away from her because like she's been doing it for a year and like is where she's at and is amazing. Yeah, I love Jade.
0: And um, um, someone I'd love to see come in. Now they've got Keith Lee. I mean, what about Mia Yim? Mia Yim. I'd love to see Mia yeah. Yim come in.
1: That'd be great. I, she was one of my first favorite wrestlers, too, as far as independent. I remember um, when I first started watching wrestling and first started getting into independent wrestling specifically, um, Mia Yim was someone I was really excited to like first see live. Allison Kay, um was mm-hmm. someone I was first excited to see live. And now I live in Detroit, where she's from, so that's fun. Um, but, yeah, I I, love, I really enjoy, like, um, Shimmer shows and stuff like that in Chicago and like to go to those and Rise when it was happening.
0: Because even um, NXT, sure. I mean, I, I can't think of, you know, I, I don't follow NXT that closely, but it, it seems from week to week they don't seem to be showcasing the women in NXT right now either, really. I mean, it, it's. Uh, I think it's an industry-wide issue if you—if that's yeah. a right word to use um and I would like to see definitely them showcase them more because certainly if you go back to 2014 I mean would you have been as big a fan as you became if if there wasn't like the four horsewomen you know and and, and that age with Charlotte and Sasha yeah. and Becky and Bailey I mean that was such a great time period
1: it was um, yeah it was really exciting um and, and, like, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, just seeing how great they were, how much they loved wrestling, right? Like, the the little letters that Sasha and Bailey have both written to themselves or written papers about how much they loved wrestling and how they were going to be a wrestler when they grow up and everything, and they both had that same kind of story that made that match really special as well. Um, yeah, yeah and
0: I, um, I mean, with, with those two, I mean, they had they were the best thing in WWE as a team when, when they were teaming together, I thought they were fantastic on, uh, you know, they, when they were the, the, uh, the women's tag team champions, okay. then they had the split and they had like one match, the hell in the cell match.
1: Mm-hmm. And that was
0: it. And they, they, they blew yeah. it off. And I was like, you could have, you could have, that thing had legs to go to WrestleMania. Yeah. Yeah. That
1: was weird too. Yeah. Bailey's so clever. I feel like Bailey is, hilarious and as well as just a great wrestler (laughs) and yeah that's true that's true but yeah i think that's that's the thing i would change is like a little more prioritizing of women's wrestling um if there was a way to do that i think that would be nice
0: because if you look at bailey in nxt i mean she was such a big fan favorite and and she could Mm -hmm. have come up to the main roster and been you know not not the same level as john cena but she she could have been like um your sort of make a wish. Um, mm-hmm. What's the, what's the yeah, one I one remember post the poster child, and that's talked. not the right word to use. Yeah. But you know, you know, what I mean, you could have been the one they they focused on for Make a Wish.
1: Mm. Hmm. Oh yeah, for sure. That would have
0: made a ton of sense. Anyway, um, we could we could talk about this all day, couldn't we? Uh, but, <laughs> <laughs> um, Lindsay, True. I'm I'm glad I finally uh, we we finally got a chance to this. I will. I'll have to get back on to uh, Robert and get Robert back. Um, okay, Robert yeah, I'll some.
1: let him know that you will be reaching out. Yeah. Um, no, this was so fun. I, I'm glad um, we did this. And I was like, can I talk for an hour? But I did. Um, Just
0: about, <laughs> so nearly. I mean, you want, to, you want to go another eight minutes so we make it an hour?
1: <laughs> oh, I'm good. I'm good. I got to call my mom. It's my mom's birthday.
0: Oh, happy <laughs> birthday to Lindsay's mom.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. No, this was really fun. Thank you.
0: No, it's absolute pleasure. I mean, you are officially the fifth female guest that's been on the show now, Ooh. and I believe the next guest I'm going to have on is another female guest. So I don't want to oh. I don't want to jinx it just in case it doesn't happen for any reason. But that, that's happened before. I think I may have said on one podcast coming on next we've got Robert D'Andrea, and that obviously never happened. So I don't that. Like, oh,
1: no.
0: <laughs> I don't want to say that. But I've had Carla Duran Pooser on. I've had uh, Keila Cash. Uh, obviously, Mel's um, show—you've heard—and we actually talked before we started recording. Uh, Mel is from Detroit, like as as, mm-hmm. as you are, and you've been to a lot of the same shows, but never actually met each other. So hopefully that yeah. hopefully you'll get to meet her uh, sooner. Rather, I know later. We, I got to figure
1: that out. I should
0: reach out. And the other one was uh, Deborah Lynn, that was on the uh, on the oh, show nice. as well. So yeah, you're you're officially mm-hmm. the fifth the fifth female guest, and hopefully many more to come because it seems to be more and more joining the uh, the group now.
1: Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah, it's a great group. Um, it was so fun to meet them in Chicago during the all-out weekend um, and, like, yeah, get some drinks, get some food. I thought that was really fun.
0: Well, now things are sort of really properly opening back up again. I hope to mm-hmm. uh, come across and, and go to one of these shows and hopefully we yeah. can uh, meet in person one day.
1: That'd be great. Right.
0: Thank right. you thank you very much, Lindsay, for coming on. And uh,
1: Thank you. Have a good night.
0: Yeah, so for Lindsay, I'm David signing off and thank you for listening to another episode of How I Caught the Wrestling Bug podcast.